Here's what's going on in the world of sports. Here's what Lee Hamilton thinks on a Wednesday in college basketball. San Diego State beat Utah yesterday afternoon, 53-49. Aztecs won with a defensive stand throughout the course of the second half. Angelo Chole hit two left-handed hook shots. J.J. O'Brien hit two putback shots off rebounds, triggering a 9-0 run late in the second half. State then pulled away and withstood a barrage of three-pointers from Utah. Aztecs and the Utes had a combined 29 turnovers, 13 block shots, 18 steals between them. Both teams shot 32% from the floor. Game wasn't pretty, but it was an Aztec win on the ESPN tip-off Tuesday telecast. Elsewhere in college basketball last night, number one Kentucky killed number five Kansas. UK destroys KU 72-40. Worst offensive showing by the Jayhawks in 25 years. Kansas was ranked fifth in the country to start the season. Number four Duke beat down number 19 Michigan State. Blue Devils with an 81-71 lopsided win. Lakers opened a three-game road trip with an impressive win in Atlanta, 114-109. L.A. shot 70% from the floor in the first half. Kobe Bryant had 28 points. Nick Young, first game back off the injured list, had 17. Lakers are 2-9 on the season. Meanwhile, Oklahoma City and the Knickerbockers both lost last night. Both teams are now 3-9. Lakers go to Houston tonight to meet a 9-2 Rockets team. Clippers, who are scuffling at 5-4, are in Orlando. And an interesting matchup, Tim Duncan, San Antonio Spurs in Cleveland against the 5-4 LeBron James-led Cavaliers. Knickerbockers have lost rookie forward Cleanthony Early. He's out indefinitely, knee scope surgery. Busy day in the National Football League. They suspend Minnesota Vikings running back Adrian Peterson rest of the season through April 15th next year. It's a six-game suspension. He loses $4.1 million in salary. The union immediately filed a grievance hearing against Roger Goodell. The commissioner, in his letter to Peterson, said the running back showed no remorse for the child abuse incident in which he beat his son. He said what you did was a criminal abusive act, and you used to switch against that four-year-old boy, it was indeed a weapon. Then later in the afternoon, independent arbitrator Shane Doss ruled against Peterson and the union in their request for immediate reinstatement, saying the collective bargaining agreement laid out what the procedure would be for reinstatement of any suspended player. He was not going to change it for Adrian Peterson. Goodell, by the way, has ordered Peterson into psychiatric counseling at New York University for evaluation. Goodell has threatened further suspensions into the 2015 season if Peterson refuses to cooperate with the counseling. Meanwhile, NFL in Philadelphia, a judge will hold a fairness hearing in that city today to determine whether the $675 million lawsuits and payments to players who retired with brain damage should go through. Only 201 retired players and widows of deceased players have opted out of the lawsuit. They're going to file additional suits against the NFL, included in those opting out the family of Charger legendary linebacker Junior Seau. Players who opted out of the lawsuit say too many players who are currently suffering with potential health problems are not going to collect any money. Those players can't be given money until they're deceased and it's proven that they had CTE and brain damage. 
Meanwhile, Chargers quarterback Phillip Rivers expected back on the practice field today despite a possible hyperextended knee and bruised ribs. Rivers' passing stats, though, a huge drop-off in the last five games. Rivers' quarterback rating, for example, during the five-game winning streak was 97 on third downs. The last five games, his third-down quarterback rating is only 38. A lot of controversy around the NFL. On Tuesday, the Steelers released running back LeGarrette Blunt. He walked off the field before the end of the Monday night game in Tennessee, then exited the locker room before anybody else came in. He had no carries in the game. The Steelers have forbidden safety Mike Mitchell from tweeting after he invited Titan fans to kill yourself after the Steeler win on Monday night. The Browns have released running back Ben Tate. He criticized the team for not using him in their rotation. Carolina's released wide receiver Jason Avant. He was critical of the Panthers' pass play calling over the weekend. Indianapolis has signed free agent ex-Browns kick return man Josh Cribbs. The Colts, meanwhile, denying they have any interest in Ray Rice if he becomes available. Redskins' internal criticism directed at quarterback Robert Griffin III that he's not doing enough preparing with the game plan. And Buffalo Bills coach Doug Marone drew, drove through four feet of snowdrifts to reach Buffalo's practice facility. On his way to work yesterday, he rescued a woman who was in a wrecked car during that blizzard. 49ers have activated linebacker Navarro Bowman from the PUP list. He returned to practice, been out since last January with a major knee injury. And Bears have signed ex-Tennessee Titan wide receiver Mark Mariani. Pro Football Hall of Fame has released the list of 26 finalists for enshrinement. The list will be cut down to a couple more times. Making the cut to 26, ex-Charger head coach Don Coriel, legendary Tampa Bay and Denver safety John Lynch, and Charger linebacker Junior Seau, who's expected to be a possible first-time ballot entrant. Major League Baseball reports everywhere the Padres are shopping pitcher Ian Kennedy, and he's being pursued by Texas and by Kansas City. Reports are the Padres might want shortstop Elvis Andrews of the Rangers or third baseman Matt Moustakas of the Royals. The Dodgers have opened trade talks with the White Sox for shortstop Alexi Ramirez. Name mentioned coming the other way, pitcher Jonathan Danks as well. Sox are interested in Andre Ethier and hot prospects in the Dodger farm system. Phillies and Red Sox have escalated trade talks for Cole Hamels. Philadelphia reportedly interested in a haul of Red Sox young prospects, including third baseman Mookie Betts, outfielder Jackie Bradley, and hot young pitcher Matt Barnes. Red Sox met for a second day in a row with giant third baseman Pablo Sandoval. They are now discussing a five-year, $90 million deal. Atlanta has a meeting scheduled for Wednesday with John Lester, the Oakland A's free agent pitcher, and Miami Marlins have opened talks with free agent Washington Nationals first baseman Adam LaRoche. Late free agent signing Tuesday night, the Oakland Athletics land Billy Butler, the power-hitting designated hitter of the American League champion Kansas City Royals. NHL Ducks lost a gut-wrencher in Calgary last night. Flames scored three goals in the third period to tie it. Sean Monaghan won it in a shootout in overtime. Flames go to 12-6-2. The Ducks are 11-5-4. Kings ripped the Florida Panthers, scoring four goals in the second period. Jeff Carter, Marion Gabrick get the goals early to trigger the onslaught. Kings go to 10-5-4 on the season. Montreal, one of the top teams in the league, lost badly in Pittsburgh. Penguins posted a 4-0 shutout. Pens are 13-3-1. 
Habs are 14-5-1. Nashville went into Toronto and scored nine goals on the Maple Leafs on their own ice at Air Canada Centre. Nashville's 12-4-2 on the season. That's it. That's what's going on in the world of sports. That's what Lee Hamilton thinks on a Wednesday.